What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. It is another Friday, another episode of Why Are We Bullish? We've got an awesome panel tonight. Two returning guests and a first-timer who sent me. I was wearing it on the show last night. Not right now. It's a little warm in the office. But uh, dude sent me a wonderful hoodie, which I'll be rocking again next Friday as well. Uh, but shout out to one of our guests. We'll, we'll do intros momentarily. You find out who that is. Um, of course, this is live. Anything can happen. So I defer to my friend Bill here. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. If you have not already, do like, subscribe, share, all those things. They help so much in getting this content in front of more eyeballs. I am Ben with the BTC Sessions. This is your daily session. All right, before we bring in our guests, let's take a look at where we are in the market right now. This is timechaincalendar.com. Excellent resource from a guest of the show that was on uh, just last week, TC, aka Meditation Man on Twitter. Anyways, awesome tool. Uh, so we're sitting at 16,746 cuck bucks per coin. A single US dollar, aka Moscow time, will pick you up 5,972 sats. 91.6% of all Bitcoin have been mined, which is 19.24 million. And in terms of fees, uh, it's looking like around, no matter what you do, around uh, double digit uh, sats per byte if you're looking anytime in the next six blocks or so. Um, yeah, not too much going on outside of that, though. Uh, let's give a shout out to sponsor the show, coinkite.com. They've got the best hardware in the game. I love my cold card Mark IV. In fact, two more just arrived. What am I doing with my life? I have so many of them. Um, Nonetheless, these guys have the best stuff out there. Of course, the Cold Card Mark IV, legendary to secure your stack. They've got the Open Dimes. They've got the Block Clock, of which is on the shelf behind me here. Sats cards, tab signers, all kinds of great stuff. Be sure to check them out. Coinkite.com. Use code BTC Sessions for 5% off everything in the store. Up next, we've got Start9 Labs, your sovereign computing solution. You can host your full Bitcoin stack. That includes copy. Bitcoin Core to connect your wallets to, build your Lightning node, maintain your channels, all the software inclusions in there, run your own copy of Mempool, all that great stuff, but also host your digital life, whether it be your photos, your files, your passwords, everything about your life, you can host here and get it out of the hands of corporations and preserve your privacy in the process. Uh, they don't call it sovereign computing for nothing. So be sure to check out start9.com. I did drop my uh, tutorial on the embassy. It shows how to build it, shows how to use it, and you can get through all of that and you can either build it yourself or grab one of their plug and play options direct from their website. So check them out, start9.com. Uh, if you're stacking stats, hodl hodl uh, is the way to go if the following are important to you. Peer-to-peer, self-custody, non-custodial, and uh, privacy. That's very, very important to a lot of people. Um, censorship resistance, all that great stuff. Be sure to check out Hoddle Hoddle. You can sign up in a couple of minutes with nothing more than an email address and get trading peer-to-peer -peer in a way that 
cannot be censored and does not give away all of your information and your firstborn child in the process. So be sure to check them out. They also do have a lending pro uh, platform in which nothing is ever rehypothecated. So super awesome. Check them out. Link is down below. Uh, if you're backing up any important Bitcoin wallet, get in solid steel. Bill Foddle at privacypros.io has you covered for this. They've also got Faraday bags. If you're a tinfoil hat wearer like myself, you can put your hardware inside of those Faraday bags to block out outside signals. Uh, yeah, check them out. Privacypros.io slash BTC sessions. And finally, if you're in Canada, stacking sats, shake pay, easy way to go. E-transfers in and out, no deposit withdrawal fees, including withdrawing Bitcoin. Uh, sign up down below. First hundred bucks purchase will get you 10 bucks for free. You can shake your phone every day for free sats, sats back visa card, all kinds of awesome stuff out of shake pay. Enough of my rambling though, guys, we got to get on our guests here. We got to get bullish. Uh, Opti, welcome. Ian, welcome. Mateo, welcome. Good to see you guys. Thank you for being here. I think a, a quick round of intros for anybody that's unfamiliar with who you are would be great. Um, so let's start with Opti. Opti, can you give us uh, a, a little intro? Who are you? What do you do, man? Well, what's up, guys? I am just a Bitcoiner. Everyone knows me as Optimus Fields. Now uh, it's shortened to Opti. Uh, as you can see, I'm at My Living Truth on Twitter. Uh, just an all-around shit poster. But no, I am part of Simply Bitcoin. So, you know, we are also Bitcoin content creators out here. And we're just pushing that Bitcoin signal and trying to get more people adopting Bitcoin and trying to do it in an entertaining way so we can break out of our echo chamber. I love it, man. Uh, honestly, Simply Bitcoin is is my go-to uh, to fill myself in on the news when I'm not doing it myself. And, and Nico is a legend coming over and helping me out. Nico's uh, the yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he, he knows what's up. Uh, so, um, yeah, I appreciate you guys. You guys do an incredible job over there. And, uh, if, if anybody's watching that's not subscribed, you got to go subscribe to Simply Bitcoin. What are you doing with your life otherwise? <laughs> uh, so let's get some more intros out of the way. Mateo, good to see you, man. Uh, first time on the show. Can you let people know who you are, what you're doing? Hey, Ben. Hey, uh, nice guys. Nice to meet you. Yeah, so I'm Matteo Pellegrini. I'm a founder of, what is it? Orange Peel Up, which is the uh, pretty much the social layer of Bitcoin. So we're trying to get the plebs to find each other in real life and, you know, build uh, friendship, families, uh, uh, podcasts, tutorials, you name it. So it's all about bringing the plebs together in real life. That's uh, So that's what I've been doing for the last six months, uh, pretty much full time. And before that, I was just 24-7 uh, Twitter, podcast, Bitcoin, uh, you know, buying as much as I can. So that's the story. That's awesome. And uh, I got to meet you down in LA for Pacific Bitcoin. You had a booth going on there. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, uh, I've got my orange pill app on my on my computer right now. Uh, soon Android, I understand. Uh, but right Very now, soon. iOS, uh, but I do have it on my Mac. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, up next, Ian, dude, welcome back. Uh, give people an intro if they're unfamiliar with you. Thank you for having me back. Hello, hello, fellow savages. I'm Ian Major. I'm the co-founder of an early stage startup in the Bitcoin space called Jolt Rewards. Uh, we help mostly smaller merchants integrate a suite of Bitcoin rewards into their ongoing loyalty efforts. And then as a side hobby, I run a YouTube channel, uh, which is Ian Major, all things Bitcoin, where I cover all things Bitcoin. Uh, tutorials on how to acquire Bitcoin, secure it, privacy, best practices, running your own node. 
I kind of view myself as like a second layer of defense. You know, if the YouTube algorithm is having a bad day and it's not directly teleporting plebs to BTC sessions, then I've got the catcher mitts as a second line of defense because we cannot be letting uh, folks slip through the cracks and make it over to BitBoy Crypto whatever other nonsense is out there so uh as always this. pleasure to uh pleasure to be here looking forward to the conversation thanks for having me back shots fired shots fired uh but yes absolutely go go subscribe to ian uh i'm i love seeing more educators hit youtube it is much needed the more educational content that can be out there helping people through their basic setup of of how to even begin interacting with bitcoin is so valuable so um, yeah, super stoked to have you on, man. Um, so, gentlemen, we're going to get into why are we bullish? Before I do that, there's something fun in the chat. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Brian DeMint. Um, he is he wrote a book called Bitcoin Evangelism. Uh, it's pretty good, too. And uh, and so he's doing something. He tagged me on Twitter right before this, but he's in the chat right now. So he said, I'm dropping 12 seed words for 100,000 sats throughout the show stay tuned and he just dropped the first word which is ramp so uh if anybody's gonna start trying to brute force this seed before the end of the show there you go uh you probably need a few more before, <laughs> before you get it nonetheless it'll be fun well brian is gonna be one of those guys 10 years from now He's gonna look at all this sass that he gave out. I know he was tweeting. He's like, I, "I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have my Laszlo moment with, with this." So, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't fair for us though. Like, we gotta pay attention over here, not the words in the I chat. Know. Like, I would be sitting, jotting them down off to the side. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, let's, uh, let's get into the show. So, this is why are we bullish for anybody that's watching is unfamiliar. Very simple concept of the show. We each come with a reason why we're bullish, something that's exciting to us, something that we want to chat about that's top of mind. Uh, and so we go by the three R's. The way it's going to work is somebody's going to drop their reason for being bullish. Then together, we're all going to riff on that reason, questions, comments, whatever comes of it. And then third, we're going to rotate until every person gets a turn. Reason, riff, rotate, simple, easy as pie. And I'm going to get us started today. So I'm actually, and Opti, I'm glad you're here because your friend, Nico, got me ramped up about a particular topic yesterday. He was talking a lot about Bitcoin and energy. And, uh, you know, Bitcoin and energy cannot be separated because of proof of work. And it's, it's what tethers Bitcoin to reality as opposed to things like proof of stake, where you get to, as Vitalik would say, uh, create your own reality and 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 laws of physics which like when when you want to be certain that your money is going to work you probably want to base it on laws of physics that you're familiar with not things that you can continually make up and tweak uh i know that's what i would like out of my money um however uh, i got pretty excited because and and i excuse me because i've made some I, I was pretty excited about it. So I, I made a couple little notes for myself that I wanted like a couple job notes I wanted to touch on. So I, I think that the world right now is is very energy ignorant um, and, and myself included still I'm I'm learning, but I'm I, I would like to think I'm much more informed than I ever was previously. 
because of this marriage of Bitcoin and energy and this inability to pull them apart from each other. So there's a lot of things that aren't common knowledge. So, you know, things like energy density, you know, like where, where you're getting your energy from. It's not just like all energy is the same. Like it can be in a very like compact form or it can be very difficult to extract large amounts of energy with large amounts of whatever the mechanism may be to collect that energy. Um, reliability and intermittence is not concepts that a lot of people, they just take them for granted. Um, things like transportability, like a lot of people don't realize that energy, you can't just like package up and then just take it anywhere. Um, it, when you transport it, there's energy loss. Um, things like stranded energy, like the, that applies to transportability. There is such thing as stranded energy where there's large amounts of energy in certain places and you can't really get it to a grid easily to be used by people. And that energy just kind of sits there, goes, goes to waste. Nobody really utilizes it in any, any way, shape or form. Um, a lot of people don't realize that for the grid to work in any metropolitan area and really anywhere with people, um, in order to prevent rolling blackouts, you effectively have to be running the grid at 100% energy consumption at all times to make sure that if you do get to that peak consumption, um, you don't have rolling blackouts. You don't have people without power when they need it. Um, and when it's not being used, when it's not at 100% capacity, then energy largely just kind of goes unused and is wasted. Um, beyond that, uh, there's no such thing as a lot of people talk about opportunity cost when it comes to, um, let's say, renewables. And, and this is where the, the Bitcoin mining comes in. So there's remote regions, um, parts of the globe where maybe there's hydro or something like that. And if you're using hydro to supply power to a town nearby, um, you know, that's great. You've got a free source of energy there, more or less. Um, but at the end of the day, there's not really in a lot of instances, transmission lines that can get that energy very far before there's too much energy loss to like merit maintaining the lines. Um, so some people will refer to, oh, well, if you're using, uh, stranded hydro for Bitcoin mining, oh, there's an opportunity cost. You could have, even though it's, you know, quote unquote, in, in the good graces of, of people advocating for green energy, uh, they, they look at it as, well, you could have used that to charge an electric car or something like that. And you're like, well, no, because how, where, how are you going to transport that energy from rural China to San Francisco where you plugged in your Tesla? Like it's not, that doesn't really happen. Um, it's just economically unsound and, and not possible. Um, and so I've seen a lot of narrative, especially even the past few days, I've seen tweets from, from people that maybe don't understand uh, uh, some of these concepts and they talk about uh, emissions of miners, but they don't think about emissions when it comes to, um, let's say, electric cars or that neither of those things actually really have emissions except for in the energy that they're using. So I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point here, but I just want to play this clip that I uploaded here that I found interesting. So um, 
a lot of people think electric car. Okay, electric car, great. Green, electricity. There's no gas, you know, there's no gas going into it. There's no smoke and, and, and uh, you know, fuel. There's no stuff coming out the back. I don't see smoke coming out the back of the car, so it must be green. So this is a clip of uh, when GM was announcing their Chevy Volt or something like that, their electric vehicle. And I just, I just want to kind of point out that it's not always as clear as it seems um, when it comes to what's green, what's not, how energy works. So I'll, I'll just play it here. Is it plug? It's as simple as that. The batteries are in the trunk? No, the battery in this particular design is a T-shape right down the center and across the back seat area. Because everybody thought we killed the electric vehicle. No, we didn't. It's alive and well. So what's charging the, the batteries right now? What, where, where's, what's the source of a... Well, electricity? here. It's, it's coming from the building. I mean, are, is it... Um, what's our mix of power? Oh, actually, Lansing feeds the building. What's that? Lansing feeds power to the building. So I don't I don't know... They're... Uh, I bet they're a bit of coal. Oh, they're heavy on natural gas, aren't they? Uh, right now, the car is charging off of your grid. Right. It would be charging off... Uh, our grid, which is nine, about 95% coal. <laughs> so you're telling me that vehicle is coal powered? So <laughs> my point that I'm trying to get to here is it's not a, always as clear cut as people think it is. And they may think that they're doing one thing when in fact they're doing quite the other. And they, the, the hypocrisy of pointing to uh, uh, you know, a, a, an electric vehicle and saying this is green and then pointing to a Bitcoin miner and saying this is a, a going to boil the oceans when both run on electricity and the actual energy mix is entirely dependent on where you're actually sourcing your energy from is just insanity. And so why am I bullish about this? I'm bullish about this because energy producers are getting this energy producers are seeing the relationship between bitcoin and energy particularly waste energy so you see japan's largest power company um beginning to mine bitcoin with excess energy you're seeing uh you know russian um uh russian oil producing subsidiaries uh natural gas giants so on and so forth um you're seeing conoco phillips diving in you're seeing exxon mobile and then you're also seeing things like here in Canada and Quebec, um, their energy uh, in Quebec, they're just saying, oh, no, we, Bitcoin mining is bad. We don't want to supply power to you, um, or at least we don't want to supply power to any new miners because it's bad, because it uses energy. So then they're selling energy to somebody else. It's the same energy. It's coming from hydro in Quebec. So there's no, there's literally no difference whether it's charging a car or using a, a Bitcoin miner. It does not matter. And the one thing I wanted to point to here is this is from uh, enerdynamics.com. Um, basically, they're talking about how much energy is produced globally versus how much is actually used versus wasted. And it said, according to the Energy Information Administration, 34% uh, is the actual used energy 
Uh, in other words, 66% of the primary energy used and created uh, for electricity is wasted by the time the electricity arrives at the cons uh, customer meter. So massive amounts of the energy that we create is just simply wasted. And it could be used for something. And you could be used to secure a global monetary network and make all of the energy that is put into pushing buttons and pulling levers and figuring out our economy and doing all of these things to try and hodgepodge together a global monetary system that can just be more or less automated as a base layer of money with Bitcoin on waste energy. Um, and I think that's a fantastic thing. And I think the world will gradually come to understand it. There's very interesting things happening in places like Madeira that is leaning towards being very Bitcoin friendly, using Bitcoin as, as like a, a, a legal tender there. Um, and they're uniquely positioned in that they're an island. And so there's no such thing as like, oh, well, tr you will use, we'll, we'll transmit our energy elsewhere. We'll sell it to other people. It's like we, we produce a certain amount of energy. If we don't stay at 100%, we'll have blackouts. We can't source energy to the island. And we have a lot of excess energy when we're not using it. Could we monetize that? So there's going to be certain locales that get it first and they'll get a lot of benefit out, the, out of that. I'm excited for Bitcoin to be an educator when it comes to energy and help the globe better understand what energy is, where it comes from, how it can best be used. So that's why I'm bullish. So I'm going to open it up to you guys. I don't know, Opti, I saw you nodding a lot I don't, do you have thoughts on this well yeah i mean we uh we were basically covering the same story and first and foremost guys uh you know i hate to break it to all the the climate change hysterics out there but you know coal rules the world like fossil fuels make the world go round and hey you know i i am just someone that acknowledges reality so like you know the feel-good stories are just that feel-good stories and then and to your point man like I didn't know that metric of 66% of all energy is wasted. Like that's absolutely amazing. Like when plug into Bitcoin miners and uh, you know, to again, to another point you made, like energy producers are incentivized to find ways to make profits. So like it's inevitable that they will find their way to Bitcoin and it's awesome to be here to see it happen in real time. And I'm reminded of something that I said on our show, uh, someone on Twitter, I forget who it was, but uh, and forgive me, guys, again, uh, my memory is pretty bad. But someone said to the effect that uh, Satoshi not only gave us digital scarcity, but he gave us a second gift, which is uh, the incentivization uh, and the profitability of excess energy and revolutionizing the energy sector. So, you know, it's absolutely insane that politicians and the, and the ilk out there, the people that don't want us to hold Bitcoin are continuously parading this idea of Bitcoin waste energy when we know that it's not a waste of energy. Like you said, you know, what better use for energy than to uh, continuously power the most free, inclusive and equitable money in the world? Like Bitcoin's connection to the real world is a feature, not a bug. And this connection is via energy. So, you know, my next question is like, when are we powering Bitcoin miners with nuclear energy? And then we're really going on to, <laughs> you know, uh, like breaking through, like going to blow people's minds and uh, really tapping into energy sources. So again, you know, absolutely bullish. And I can't wait to continue to see this trend play out. And then obviously, you know, 
the people like the Quebec company uh, or or the whole the whole the, the whole the province, the yeah, the whole province. Uh, on, you know, on, yeah, yeah. I hate to uh, drop the memes on, but they will have fun staying poor, and they will see people that use Bitcoin's energy start to make profits, and they will be incentivized to do it themselves. So. On the long enough time frame, you know, Bitcoin incentives stay winning. So let's go. Yeah. You know, Blockstream was had some mining operations in Quebec and they they basically fucked off because they were like, Well, you you guys are are like you were giving us a great deal. You like wanted us to come here. We set up operations. Now you're totally changing uh your rules of engagement. You're you're it's too volatile a situation for us to deal with. So we're just going to, we're going to go somewhere else that's friendlier. And uh, yeah. So, I mean, they're going to, whatever Bitcoin miners will just filter to where they're filtered. They're treated best. So I don't know. Um, Mateo, I want to, I want to get your thoughts on, on kind of what I was chatting about. Like what, what are your feelings on how, how people like, I, I don't know. I'm going to disappoint you, but I'm, because <laughs> yeah. I think what you just said is great, and obviously it's all true, and uh, and uh, you know it's it's obviously the case that Bitcoin incentivizes uh, renewable energy and uh, you know reduce waste. But I think the problem here is that we're measuring the system from the system. Mm-hmm. The bigger the bigger picture is it's uh, it's uh, the Bitcoin. It's not about renewable energy. It's about uh, killing the biggest pollution on Earth, which is inflation. Yes. People don't get this, but mm-hmm. inflation is what inflation equal climate change or inflation equal pollution. Why? Because when your money go down, you have to work more, which means you have to drive more. Your company has to produce more uh, products. They have to sell more products you're going to buy more product because your money is worth nothing if you're giving the bank. So you're going to buy more. So now imagine all these products going around the world, China, Vietnam, the United States, right? That's, that's, that's pollution. Mm-hmm. Inflation equal pollution. Yeah. Deflation equal green energy, green world. So the way I like to explain Bitcoin and energy is like, forget about this minutia details which is true think about you know the big picture once you once you explain to people that inflation is possibly the biggest uh, cause of climate change if you believe in climate change and then bitcoin is the only solution to inflation so bitcoin is the only solution to climate change yeah well you're framing you're, you're you're spot on when it comes to like inflation drives a society of overconsumption. Of course, right? like oh, yeah. we, it's obvious. Uh, it's a forever growth. I can I can tell somebody's been reading the price of tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's somewhere <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, I mean, no, it's it's, uh, it's yeah, it's definitely you know Jeff Booth is obviously the author of this idea that if you keep measuring the system from the system, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard to explain yeah. to people that you're going to, you're going to end up with people that say, no, but what about emission? What about say, look, you care about climate change. Great. Let's look why there is climate change and let's look how inflation plays in climate change. And then let's look, what is the fix for, for inflation, which obviously 
it's only Bitcoin because it's not going to be gold. Yeah. I mean, we try that. <laughs> it's not going to be CBDC. I mean, that's that, that's even more inflation. Oh yeah, that's so, that's mandated inflation. Yeah, down to your individual uh, wallet inflation 100x. So yeah, yeah that's 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 consumption. Uh, that's <clears throat> non-consumption taxes. If you don't consume, we're going to tax you and oh yeah, take money out of your wallet. Yes, that's... The government wants you to spend every single dollar. Yeah, which means you have to buy something. You have to go somewhere. You have to consume, which means pollution. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Saving, saving's bad. Saving means that uh, the fruits of your labor are, are put away for a later time. But if you yeah. put it away for a later time, uh, then, then they're worried that you won't, you know, be a good little consumer and continue yeah. to, yeah. Uh, to work into your 80s to support their, um, wealth extraction well the ponzi yeah. scheme it's a ponzi yes. scheme yeah it, yeah more or less you gotta te technically speaking it's a ponzi scheme right yeah all the yeah. bonds are repaid by future buyer not mm -hmm. from not from growth you know like any debt that is now repaid with growth is technically a ponzi scheme yeah so the yeah. bonds are the biggest ponzi scheme on on earth yeah as Absolutely. simple as that Ian, I want to get your uh, <laughs> like in the <laughs> what is Opti drinking? Invisibility. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Um, Ian, I want to get your thoughts on on the energy topic here. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible not to be wildly bullish about the intersection of Bitcoin mining, the economic sense incentives therein, and energy in general. The way I think about it is from a energy abundance standpoint, right? Like. There is almost nothing other than implementing, you know, hyper-Bitcoinization. There's almost nothing else that you could do that would correlate as closely with human prosperity than enabling cheap and abundant energy for all, right? Like that is such, I mean, you know, it doesn't matter what data set you're using. It is just a straight line, perfect correlation. If you can lower the cost of energy, make energy more abundant, that equals more human prosperity because energy is the master resource that goes into everything that we enjoy in our lives. And so, you know, you think about, Ben, what you were talking about in terms of unlocking some of these stranded energy sources or energy sources that would otherwise be stranded because there's only but so much that, you know, forced coercion and government kind of subsidies can do. Like, you're just not going to get there. You're just not going to unlock some of these, um, you know, huge energy sources to really move the needle on availability and abundance. Uh, Bitcoin is unlocking like truly insane energy sources. I forget the, um, is it ocean bit? I'm, I'm not sure. I forget the right ocean bit. This is like a 100 plus year old challenge of how do we harness energy from the dip, from the temperature differential in the ocean? Right. You've got warmer water on top, of course, where the sun is hitting it. You've got colder water further below. I'm no engineer, but apparently you can extract energy from that differential. The problem is that it's out in the ocean. You have to build a platform. You have to build all this sort of infrastructure uh, just to do anything with it. This was something even Nikola Tesla pondered. And for a long, long time, humanity has wondered, how do we tap into an energy source such as this. Um, and OceanBit is a really, really interesting company. I think they're based in Hawaii. Um, there's a good um, uh, 
uh, Robert Breedlove show with with the with the Ocean Bit guys that folks should check out. Like that's crazy. If you unlock that, that's unbelievable. In addition to all the kind of solar wind, you know, blah blah blah. Like I don't think anyone's arguing against, you know more energy of all stripes and flavors, right? Like the more the merrier, the more the better. And so that's what gets me really excited is some of these more just again, exotic stranded sources that suddenly have a real free market incentive to come online. And there is just a, that goes directly to prosperity. Um, so hard not to be bullish. Ian, I just had a thought you were talking about this ability of harnessing uh, the differential in temperature and ocean. Um, do you guys remember that Tom Cruise movie, Oblivion? It's like set in the future. Um, and anyways, I, there's a scene that comes to mind. Are these Bitcoin miners? <laughs> Should be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think it's it has <laughs> been written. I think I think I think Tom Cruise may have just. Uh, may have Destiny. just predicted future Bitcoin miners in the, the aliens told him about Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think so. Um, and the, the, the last point that I'm going to make here is um, this is also bullish in the point of, of uh, whatever it was, 60, 60 something percent of all energy basically being waste. Um, a lot of people often worry, well, once the block subsidy drops to, to zero is our, our, fees going to be enough to like subsidize people to secure the network well if you're an energy producer and you in 60 percent of our energy is just waste then the the of course it's free you're you're getting paid for your garbage is what's happening you're yeah. getting a kickback for what you were going to dump in the trash and so why would you not capitalize on that? So I think that even when the subsidy drops insanely low, there's going to be energy sources and excesses of energy that, that you know, are, are tower above the amount of energy we use right now that will still be funneled into Bitcoin mining because strictly because it's waste. And that will be what secures the Bitcoin network. Now, it'll make it be a lot more difficult to be mining at home from like a grid in a city. But at the same time, the network will be incredibly secure. And if you're close to an energy source that is um, or if you have excess energy at your disposal in some way, shape or form, then it would it would only make sense to be using a Bitcoin miner in that instance. So, yeah, hella bullish on it. Very excited. Um, but I'm going to wrap my topic there. Can We're I going add to, something? Yes. So I think that at some point the countries are going to mandate that energy wasted should be allocated to Bitcoin mining. Ooh. Why wouldn't they top, do that? Top down, we must get as many rewards from the Bitcoin network. Think about it, network. right? <laughs> you, you, you strengthen, think about El Salvador. Like, why wouldn't they, you know, as a country, if country adopt Bitcoin and they have wasted energy, then either they do themselves or they incentivize whatever you want to call it money on bitcoin yeah well i mean especially if you've got if you, if you if you do have state energy providers right then then i mean that's a no-brainer right like why why would if you can't offload the energy anywhere else it's basically free money yeah yeah free money. and and if you're corporate if you're private 
then it also makes sense. It doesn't matter who it is. It, yeah. It's always going to make sense to yep. utilize all the energy you have at your disposal. Um, it's Absolutely. like cash on the table never gets left. So yeah. um, awesome. Well, we're going to do a rotation here. Uh, everybody in the chat. Thanks for leaving all the, uh, all the messages and everything. I got to give a shout out to this man. World of rusty. Good morning. I guess it's morning for you. Uh, but he, uh, he did some, some crazy <sighs> artwork for me uh, for, for my upcoming show uh, next week. It's going to be insane. Um, I'm very, very excited for it, but I got I got to show off the art because it's, it's just, it's a thing of beauty, but uh world of rusty put together this thumbnail for the Christmas special next week. <laughs> it's just like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I got it printed and it's now on my wall beside me here and it's fantastic. So shout out to world of rusty. The best part is Greg in the background outside. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's outside the window. He wasn't invited. He just really wanted to come. I actually talk to Wood of Rusty pretty often because he, he did some uh, uh, graphic for us. And I'm like, I saw this. like, man, I want one of these. Can you make it as a poster? Please make it as a poster. Let's get a referral link, whatever. <laughs> and then uh and then i think that's how you found out that uh, he made the poster it was me like make a poster please i love this piece this I is did. gonna be like a museum like 50 years from now and it's like a piece oh yeah big like, museum. like i think i think what i'll just do is every time i have like a massive show i will hopefully be able to call on world of rusty and then yeah. i'll just eventually my whole wall will just be different portraits of various I mean, like, Christmas specials. <laughs> that is very cool design. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. The talent of the player is uh, mind blowing. Yeah. It's it's incredible. So yeah. Um, anyways, let's do our rotation here. I'm going to toss it over to Ian now. Uh, Ian, I know you're on a, a a bit of a time crunch here, but we want to get to your reason for being bullish before you do have to go. So I'll, I'll just hand it to you by saying, why are you bullish, man? Man, what a tough question, right? There's so many reasons. So uh, I guess to start to try and narrow it down a little bit, I am bullish on just the sheer pace of building this bear market, especially around lightning. And I know this gets tossed out pretty much everywhere we bullish, right? Because it's true. Uh, you had 70 plus projects enter into the Legends of Lightning tournament. This was a global hackathon that recently concluded. If you haven't checked it out, I would encourage everyone to check out the different projects on Bolt Fund's website. It is super, super cool. Uh, the array of different ideas, projects that have come out of that, uh, one of which I'll go into in more depth in just a moment. Uh, you had 70 plus attendees at this past Tuesday's first ever Taro community call uh, so Lightning Labs uh, put this on for different developers, different companies, entities, um, you know, open source devs that are looking to build on Taro. And so if there was any question of are people going to do things with Taro, the answer, at least uh, based on this, is, is an emphatic yes. You've got the Wolf Accelerator coming up. Uh, you've got more and more Bitcoin only capital flowing into companies, especially those focused in building on Lightning. And out of all of that activity, something that I am particularly pleased and bullish to see are some of the new tools that we're seeing around helping to orange pill uh, individuals, right? Uh, and how do you do that in the right way? How do you not just, how do you avoid sort of chucking someone into just the easiest custodial option? Uh, I think all of us are familiar with some of the, some of the challenges. You know, you either have to point someone in a particular direction and kind of hope that they find their way. 
Um, you know, maybe they stumble into things or you have to really hold their hands and you have to talk about Bitcoin and you have to combat all the FUD that they have and reverse all the programming that they have, you know, in, in their brains. You have to talk about the different wallet apps. You have to talk through all of that. So it, either way, you know, you've got this this sort of um, this sort of challenge. And so the grand champion of the Legends of Lightning tournament uh, is a project called Light Sats. I don't know if anyone's checked this out yet. This is hot off the press, uh, but everyone should check this out. You can go to lightsats.com. They are on Twitter at, uh, I think it's lightsats21. Uh, I just did a video on this today, if folks want to uh, check that out on, on my channel where I go through a kind of tutorial of it. But it basically allows you to gift or tip Bitcoin to someone else. And you say, okay, well, that sounds not, I mean, cool. But, but what they've done is build in a lot of really cool features so that it really guides the recipient step by step through the process. Uh, shout out to uh, Isabella, Is Elizabeth, if y'all are watching. I literally practiced this earlier today and it, it just works. So how it works, you set up and create a tip or a gift. You send that as a link to a recipient. It's just a web link, right? Anyone with a browser can access uh, that, that link. Um, so it's not an LN URL, right? Anyone with a browser can access this. And then it basically takes the recipient through a number of steps. It says, congratulations on you know, claiming a bit of Bitcoin, uh, but it's not, you know, we're not done yet, right? And so then it goes into, well, what is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is digital cash. Bitcoin is absolute scarcity. Bitcoin, not crypto. So it has this sort of like quick slideshow of some of the key educational points to really set that initial context and foundation. And then you move on to the next step, right? Uh, okay, the next step is to uh, take self-custody because guess what? If you don't claim these sats in, you know, 21 days is the default, but if you don't claim these sats in a certain amount of time, they go back to the gifter. Okay, so I'm incentivized to, right, take self-custody. This is why self-custody is important. And then it gives you a list of recommended uh, non-custodial lightning wallets. Uh, Breeze, I think, is the main one that they recommend, but there's Moon Wallet, there's Phoenix, there's uh, lots of other options. And so it will literally then have them install the app. Then they come back to the workflow and it says, all right, you're now ready to withdraw your sats. And it presents them with an LN URL uh, that they can then copy into, uh, uh, into the app that they just downloaded. And boom, there you go. I think a lot of folks are familiar with, you know, um, Breeze, Moon, some of these use like turbo channels, which are basically zero confirmation channels that allows someone to receive sats very, very quickly uh, in a non-custodial fashion over the Lightning Network. So like boom, 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 the recipient has their sats and then they get congratulations. Uh, you have a you know small fraction of a Bitcoin. Here are some other resources for how you might want to spend your sats or earn even more or secure them or donate them, tip them, blah, 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 blah. And as you can see, Ben, as you're showing on the screen, the other really cool feature is that you as the gifter can track their progress. So you can sort of see, oh, they're getting stuck at the download wallet step, right? Um, and there's a leaderboard to, you know, they've kind of gamified it, who can orange pill the most people. But anyway, as you can tell, I'm pretty enthusiastic about this. I would encourage folks to check, to try this out, right? Tis the season, holiday season, gift all your loved ones Bitcoin uh, through LightSat. So it's a really, really cool example, shining example of, you know, some of the new tools, because we often think about this trade-off of, you know, self-custody and usability, right? And I refuse to believe that that 
is an actual trade-off. And I think we're seeing more and more tools that refuse to take that as a trade-off, right? You can have both. You can have something highly usable and, uh, you know, non-custodial slash self-custody. By the way, that doesn't mean that we should just shroud everything in mystery and hide everything forever from the user, but it's important to give folks a, a way to ease into this in the right way. Um, to give you another completely different example, at Jolts, we're experimenting with a self-custody Lightning Wallet where the user wouldn't even have to download an app of any kind. Uh, so this is through something called App Clips on uh, iOS. I think it's called Instant Apps on um, Android, but it basically allows you to run a portion of an app. So you would still want them to ultimately download you know, the, the wallet, but it allows the user to at least do some cool stuff even before you download the app of any kind. Uh, so stay tuned uh, for more there. You can follow us at Jolts Rewards on Twitter. Jolts is with a Z. Um, but like these are just two of several examples. And the reason I think this is so important, think of all the people who have ever been orange-pilled. Some of them have been orange-pilled by some random friend in 2014. Some of them have been orange-pilled by Sailor. Some of them have been orange-pilled by the various folks on this stage, right? And if you think about like the method with which individuals get orange pilled and the correlation of that with their longevity, like how, you know, how, how hard are those diamond hands? It, it depends, I think, in a large way in how you got orange pilled. And while the sailors of the world are incredible evangelists for Bitcoin and have no doubt orange pilled, you know, thousands and thousands upon thousands of people. I have, in my personal experience, found the most success in terms of people going on to be like really grisly, hardened hodlers when there is that personal touch, right? When there is that someone that they know, that they trust, who has demonstrated sort of conviction in it. Um, I think this has always been and always will be a bottom up movement. And so these new tools are giving folks uh, new ways to ease that process for others. So if you're not bullish by that, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> this is the most bullish thing is that I didn't do any other than like pulling up, <laughs> pulling up the page it's and pulling up the QR codes. Other people that are watching right now did all of this. So somebody logged in yep. via scanning the QR code. Yep. Then I just click, did the clicks to bring up like, Oh, let's make a voucher. Somebody funded it with a lightning wallet and now somebody else just claimed it. <laughs> it's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. So there you go. So now everyone knows. Um, so go, go orange pill your loved ones this holiday season and, uh, and, and be merry. That's, that's so awesome. And uh, uh, whoever, whoever did log in, I will log out uh, <laughs> so that I'm not using your account, but uh, that's really, really cool. Um, yeah. I was, I was hoping that would get, like all the way through by the time you finished your reason for being bullish. That's incredible. Yeah. There's so much cool stuff happening, man. Like there's yeah. so all of these tools that are coming out are just making it so interesting, fun, but also it's getting easier, right? It's not, yeah. it's not get it's you can, and obviously there's, there's going to be trade-offs everywhere, right? Like right now, if you want it to be easy and fast, there's going to be a level of, of control that you may give up. But that is rapidly changing too, right? The, the wallets are becoming, it's possible where Lightning doesn't have to be custodial all the time to have it be easy. There's, there's starting to be more and more options out there. And it's just, 
it's so cool to see the the pace of innovation that's that's happening. But I do want to toss it to uh, maybe Mateo first, and then Opti. Um, Mateo, like, how are you feeling about the pace of innovation? What's happening through this bear market? Some of the it's examples. It's insane, man. It's insane. Um, uh, speaking of uh, the Latin network, so I have uh, I've been in Bitcoin since 2016, 2017. So I was around for a lot of stuff. I was one of the first Strike user. I still have my Strike name is Mr. Bitcoin. Like, <laughs> give me that name. <laughs> but uh, what I've never realized, because obviously I never, you know, never had a business in Bitcoin until now, is that how, yeah, it's cool that you can scan a QR code and pay. It's pretty cool. It, is it much better than credit card? Yes. But uh, the pain that business have in dealing with the fiat world, it's a billion times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, just to give you an example. So I have this app, Orange Pill app. It's a membership-based app, so you have to pay to, to use the app, right? And uh, everything is managed by Apple, so we don't take credit cards, no compliance, which is great. They take 30% commission. <laughs> not one, not two, not three, 30, three zero. And if that's, but wait, it gets worse. They hold the funds for two months. <laughs> and why is that? You tell me, why, why, why do you think Apple would not give me the money? Chargebacks, probably. Nope. No. Because in the fiat world, if you have money in the bank account, you get paid every day. Yeah. The fiat world incentivize all this mega corporation to hold the funds as long as they can. Mm-hmm. So I imagine Lightning Network I get paid immediately, zero fees or, you know, 0.1% fees, no KYC, because, you know, you got to do KYC when you go to the Apple. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, so, so, so the Lightning Network is amazing from a consumer side, but I think what is going to really be like uh, the business, like operator, like who wants to pay 30% fees yeah. when you can get it and, and wait two months to get the money, right? Yeah. When you can get it immediately. So that's, so the push from the lighting network from all different angles is gonna be like, it's mind blowing. And, and, and one, uh, so one uh, project that I've seen that I was like quite impressed is this company called Tianqi, which is based in El Salvador, you know? You know, okay, yeah. yeah. Darwin's uh, great, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how they do this, but basically they will manage all the because let's be honest running a lightning network node it's not easy it's, it's, it's not easy i spent two days talking to chat gpt trying to figure out how to manage the liquidity and the nodes and all that kind of stuff so tianki they have this software this program where you give you you link your wallet to them they manage all the liquidity and then the users pay the, the invoice and it goes straight to your wallet. So it's completely non-custodial, but yet you don't have to run a, lo- a node, which mm. for 95% of people that are in business, they don't, they don't want to run in nodes, right? Like, let's be yeah. honest. We just yeah, want like to it's, that's pretty difficult for the average person to manage channel yeah, and everything. The, the idea of, I like the idea of, and I think this is what, um, is this what 
uh, Breeze or Phoenix does, but trampoline nodes where basically like there's, there'll be a, 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 a node that has a fair amount of liquidity. And then when you open up, uh, when you open the wallet with them, like you're still, you still have a, a lightning node on your phone, but they open channel liquidity between you and their large managed node. So like you still have custody of the funds, but you know, there's, 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 uh, you, you don't have to worry about like, oh my God, how am I going to manage payments? Yeah. Um, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, it's uh, managing payment on the, line, on the Lightning Network. It's, uh, it's challenging to say the least. Mm -hmm. So that's, so, so this is what Lightning Network is all five years old, four years old, five, five. So mm -hmm. the, the, the pace of progress in the Lightning Network, it's outstanding. And uh, yeah, so I, I believe that the Lightning Network would be the standard uh, for uh, online payments. Like there's no reason to use credit cards or there's literally zero reason whatsoever. Yeah. Once, once both sides of the equation, like the business people and the users can just kind of cure code, get the money and no problem. Like this is like, it's mind blowing. And also micropayments. You know, uh, instant settlement, all that kind of stuff. Uh, hypothetically speaking, no taxes. <laughs> hypothetically speaking, yeah. Hello, <laughs> uh, <low> IRS. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, but I mean, come on, man. I think about it, right? Like, I get charged thirty percent by Apple. The, the CRA with with <laughs> with an uh, magnifying glass on this show right now. Yeah, I, yeah. Nice yeah, try, whatever. IRS. <laughs> Whatever. So I, I, so Apple takes thirty percent, and on the on the remaining seventy, I still have to pay the government. I, how insane is this? Yeah. Lighting network, hypothetically speaking, zero percent. So yeah, so that's uh, so that yeah, so people are gonna flock to Bitcoin because it just it just uh, you know a hundred times better product. Even if you don't care about some money. Even if you had zero interest in like inflation, deflation, that kind of stuff, just the product of the Bitcoin and all the second layers and third layers, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, uh, people are not going to be able to resist the songs of the Lightning Network. Yeah. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's one reason why I'm bullish. I, I love that. I'll go um, more if you want. I, 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 I'm going to defer to you in a moment here. I want to get Opti's thoughts first, uh, but also Opti, I need your, I need your thoughts on this comment too. So jealous of all the women and simply Bitcoin groupies trying to hook up with Opti. He <laughs> it definitely is beating his roomie at racking up a notch count. Well, um, well I think he's talking about uh, the running joke that Christine Lagarde is my ex-girlfriend, that <laughs> Janet Yellen is the next girl, and uh, what's that one Van Vanderlein woman as well? I'm just <laughs> racking up all the central bankers. Apparently, you know, <laughs> it, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, if if you're good with women, then you got to be good with. Uh, money and technology. So uh, we'll, 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 we'll shoe on this in to what do you think of the innovation and what Ian has been talking about? Yeah, man, honestly, uh, super bullish on what all you guys were talking about. And I think this is just a testament to the meme that all of us have on Twitter, you know, like Bitcoiners build in the bear market and shouts out to Becca because she's in my soundboard. I am building. 
So, you know, uh, I, I don't have a, a specific example off the top of my head, but the amount of building that I've seen this cycle, this bear market, uh, it does seem like it's more than the last cycle when, in 2018 and stuff. Like, it really does feel like the amount of adoption worldwide is picking up because of the builders out there and we are saturating popular culture like we have i don't think we've ever had this much uh eyes on bitcoin whether it's in a negative light or a positive light and obviously as you said uh ben i really like how you said it. like it's getting easier to be a bitcoiner and i i like mateo said it as well you know in the beginning uh, i joined lightning i think it was like 2018 and it was like it was so hard for me to get on it i literally had to use piero shards uh lightning launcher app and it was like I, I dude, I just wanted to get it to work and, and I couldn't figure it out until I just downloaded his app and it worked. And now we're at this point, like you're saying, Ben, you know, you just download a wallet uh, like breeze or, you know, I know moon's got, uh, people are talking, talking about the fact that it's not like completely lightning on the back end, but the onboarding experience is getting a lot easier for people out there. And this is what we're all trying to do is just get people onto self custody and that, uh, What's it? Lightningsats.com. Like that's a really, really cool project out there, and uh, I will definitely have to use it more in trying to get my friends and family on because they still think I'm the crazy Bitcoiner. And someone said it in the chat, like, guys, we are still so early. It's just, it's just amazing that we are, you know, this early into Bitcoin and still kind of flushing out the user experience, and we're all seeing it in real time. And I know. Uh, we have the other meme of Bitcoin is like zoom out, lower your time preference. Like we get so impatient at times where it's like, man, the builders are building and, uh, you know, we're just kicking back and posting memes <laughs> well, yeah. personally, yeah. you know, I'm just in the media front. <laughs> well, we get to, I mean, we get to highlight the builders, right? We, <laughs> we get to, we get to show people the cool stuff that they're doing. So yeah. Um, I, again, Ian, I, I think it's, it's never a topic that isn't relevant because there's always something new and exciting. Like I had no idea that either of the things you brought up existed and now I'm, I'm learning more stuff. Like I want to be, I, I think I'm probably going to create one of these tips and post it on like one of the normie social media platforms for my friends and family that aren't orange pilled and just see if anybody bites. Because if you say like, Oh, here's, there's 10 bucks here. Somebody will, they'll take five yeah. minutes to be like, Oh, I'll, I'll see if I can get it. Like, I don't know. Absolutely. I, I think, I think it's so cool. So, um, awesome. Well, we're going to do a rotation. Ian, I know that you'll, you'll be kind of in and out and dicey after, after this point, but you want to hang around for a few minutes before you bail. That's cool. Um, give us a little one of these before you do have to head, but, uh, we're going to do a rotation here. Um, by the way, we're up to the seventh word with Brian here. Seventh word is humble. I've been posting the other ones across the screen but if you haven't seen him, scroll through the chat. He's been dropping them uh, all in order, by the way. So, uh, yes. And yellow, yellow is here. So, yellow, good to see you. You are featured in the poster for next week. So, um, we're going to rotate. Um, I'm going to toss it to, actually, I'm going to toss it to Mateo here. And uh, I'm going to let you discuss why you're bullish. What's top of mind? What has you excited this week, man? Well, this week, uh, I just uh, look at the chart and I'm like, holy hell, <laughs> the price is what? What is it? You're right here. Somewhere, somewhere there, $16,800. And I look at the chart and that was the price in January 2018. 
It's like, it's like I found a time machine. <laughs> I could go back to 2018 when there was no filler, the lighting network was super hard to, to use. There was n- all this knowledge, all these products that are coming out and they're just going to onboard the next 100 millions, 200 millions of Bitcoiners. They didn't exist in 2018, but I can buy the, uh, I can buy the Bitcoin at the same price. Mm-hmm. Like, how is this? Like, it's like, it's like you find a time machine and you go back four years. We have to go back and buy Bitcoin. You know, like people say, oh, I wish I bought in 2018. We're, it's, it's now, 2018 is now, but we have all this content, education, products, and, uh, you know, your country ban have, uh, have taught a lesson to, I think, a lot of people that you should never trust your government, you should never trust your bank account, and, uh, you know, Ukraine and Russia, you know, the world, whatever you look, is kind of like the system of fiat. Is you can see the cracks in the dam, and uh, so I, so for me it's like you know the the problem that Bitcoin solves it's only gonna get bigger. Yeah, it's inevitably getting bigger, which means Bitcoin is only gonna get bigger. The solution has to match the problem. Mm-hmm. If the problem gets bigger, the needs for the solution, people are gonna start looking. I was listening to. Uh, oh, you! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> who else? Who else would I listen to? You talking about the uh, the woman in Ukraine sending mm-hmm. uh, the packages in uh, the relief packages in uh, you know World Zone, and she used Bitcoin because of, you know it's, what else can you use, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe she maybe she would never be in a Bitcoiner if it wasn't you know for these uh, situations. Let's call it. Mm-hmm. And so now she's one of us. And tomorrow there's gonna, there's always gonna be more. And uh, once you go down the rabbit hole, my friend, there you, there's no coming back. You know, yeah. I never met anybody that says, yes, I listened to Michael Saylor, I read the Bitcoin Standard, I listened to maybe a hundred podcasts. Um, yeah, I think Fiat World, Fiat Money is great. And you know, it's it doesn't work like that. Once you cross that that bridge. You're not coming back. Yeah. So, so it just uh, you know it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. So buy yeah. now. You buying. You find if you buy now, you find a time machine. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's such an opportunity. It's funny because now when when you hear somebody say something like, "Oh, I I got in," you know, and and you say a year, it's it's always you assume something about like how early or late they were, but like you're getting the same opportunity right now. If, if you understand quick enough, if you, if you hone in on the signal quick enough, you are able to have the exact same opportunity that somebody had, as you said, in 2018. Um, And so the incentive to learn, to find the signal and, and to do so quickly is massive right now. Um, and the cool thing is, is I've got to say this is the first cycle that people have learned so quickly and have realized that Bitcoin is the signal and have navigated to it rather quickly. And I think it speaks a lot to the quality of people out there that are 
um, educating people in and around why Bitcoin, why it's different from everything else. Um, but I, I hope those people that are are new and that have gravitated to just Bitcoin, I hope one that they recognize the opportunity, but two that they've also kind of put themselves in a position where their habits allow them to hopefully stack some additional sats. Cause I know shit's tough right there. Like the central banks have fucked everyone, right? They, you know, rates down to zero forever, create um, an environment where money is easy and you're just going to pump the stock market nonstop, then literally lock everybody down, print trillions. And then as soon as you're out of that, just ramp up interest rates at the fastest pace in history. They've, they've literally fucked everyone, but I'm hoping that some of the people out there that have been kind of learning either have or are, are getting themselves in position to, to get their head down, work, spend less than they earn, and then save in a money that cannot be debased. If you can learn those lessons, even if you don't have the ability to stack sats at the pace that you'd like right now, over the course of your lifetime, those lessons and those habits are going to put you so far ahead of the pack. It's, it's going to be ridiculous. So again, don't, if, if you're feeling kind of shit about the situation of the world right now, as most people are probably, you know, everybody's feeling the pinch, everybody's spending more than they want to on the same things that they had the other day. Um, and now they're getting less of them. Um, but the, the lessons that are kind of being taught by Bitcoiners, those, those, those core tenets of providing value and, uh, you know, keeping the fruits of your labor and something that can't be whittled away by the state. Um, in the long run, you will come out on top. So take those lessons. Uh, Opti, I, I want to I wanna toss it to you and get your thoughts here. Well, I, I really like that point that you made about uh, like the habit. I think that is so on point. You know, I've lost everything in a boating accident and yet I am still able to uh, stack sats because Bitcoin has changed me. But to uh, Mateo's point, yeah, man, the, the cheap sats are an opportunity. And I think all of us, I know we felt the pain, uh, currently bleeding sats, but hey, it's still an opportunity to stack sats right now. And in my opinion, it's never been safer to buy Bitcoin than it is today. And not only that, like it's never been more obvious to me. Obviously, I'm so far down the rabbit hole that like and laser focused on Bitcoin and everything going on that it, it just like it, it's a glaring signal. It's like a foghorn telling me like the world needs Bitcoin more than ever. But human psychology is, is a funny thing. You know, mo most people would rather buy at 69K than they would uh, at 16K because they think Bitcoin's dead. And all of us here and everyone in the chat is like, yo, Bitcoin is on sale. Like personally, uh, like I said, it's never been more obvious obvious to me that Bitcoin is winning and we are succeeding. And I really like how Mateo put it, you know, like I remember I got in in 2017 and now it's like, wow, I never thought I would get these prices again. I, I was uh, as bull tarted as everyone and thought we were going to hundred K by, you know, seven months ago, but Hey, we are here and we get the stack at this opportunity. And I think this is a further uh, testament to the point that we've been making of the amount of adoption around the world. You know, this is giving everyone around the world the opportunity to become a whole coiner and get on the Bitcoin train. And so you know, again, 
It is our job to spread the good word of Bitcoin. And here we are. And I think what you said, Ben, is also a very telling point. It's uh, people are learning so fast now because it's a testament to the amount of awesome Bitcoin only content out there. Like there is way more Bitcoin content out there than it was when I came in in 2017. And I believe it's never been easier to, you know, get to the center of the Tootsie Pop out here and bypass all the noise. Because, you know, I remember when I got in, uh, I got hoodwinked by all the shit coiners and I would have, uh, well, I don't have any sats, but I would have way more sats today if I uh, got to the Bitcoin message earlier. And so I really believe that there's no excuse for people nowadays to really go into shit coinery unless they are just honest with themselves and they realize that uh, they want to gamble. And, uh, you know, if you're honest with yourself, then by all means, go do it. But understand that Bitcoin is the only uh experiment that is worth putting your wealth into and the only thing that is worth saving in so again to mateo's point yes uh the bitcoin price is down and that's just an opportunity for all of us to stack more sats the only number that matters is the sats under your control so let's go absolutely yeah and and to hone in on the last thing you said under your control get it off the exchanges get it into your own custody it's the way to be and don't let yourself be a victim because some people they honed into all that signal, but they deviated just slightly and they thought, you know what? I, you know, I see Bitcoin's the answer. I want Bitcoin maybe, but maybe I can earn a little bit of yield on my Bitcoin. Fuck. It's not the yield was not there. The yield, you were the yield. You, you are the, the yield. You were the exit liquidity. Um, so guys be careful out there. Like there's no replacement for hard work and staying humble and stacking sats. Just get your head down, do the work, whether you're working in Bitcoin or whether you're fiat mining and stacking sats on the side, whatever you're doing, just there, don't take the shortcuts because the shortcuts, you might feel pretty rich for a little while, but it can all crumble in an instant. Um, so yeah, that's uh, we'll we'll leave that leave that topic yet. Um, and yes, C Funk, not your keys, not your corn. Uh, absolutely, that's 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 it's. I, I mean, I it's love the first time. It's the first time that you can actually own an asset. Yeah. In history. Yeah. It's the first time. Even yeah. your house is not your house. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah, you you pay rent on the house that you own. To the state. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the first time you can own an asset and you still don't do it. Yeah. Like, uh, why? It's also free to own it. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, whatever is the cost of a ledger or whatever. Like, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's mind-blowing. You can own an asset and nobody can take it by force or by dilution. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much almost free to secure it. And you're going to have miners. You're going to have people all around the world that are working 24-7 to secure your asset. Yeah. Which is mind-blowing, right? Your yeah. Bitcoin is secure by millions of miners around, like strangers. Yeah. Amazing. Why do you need, like, you don't need an exchange, right? Yeah. It's incredible. Don't, don't blow this moment in time. Like, like Matteo said, this, the, we'd, we just hopped in a time machine and went back four years. What would, what would you do if, if that was the reality, it is right now. You have that opportunity. So, hey, does anybody know what's the price of Bitcoin in uh, horses? 
in horses? Yeah. No. Are you? No. Oh, okay. Is that, is that like an actual? Where you, well, no, because people, well, because when people told me like, oh, the Bitcoin price is down in, in, and I say in what? In dollars. Okay, what is the price of Bitcoin in candles? Do you know? No, why not? <laughs> the same. Uh, what would you care? What is the price of Bitcoin in a in a failing system? What is yeah. the price of Bitcoin in uh, Soviet currency? I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Right. In, like, in bolivars. It's, it's the same trajectory over the long run, yeah. right? What do you want to hold? Um, all right. Well, we're going to round that topic and we're going to come around to our, our final one. I got to give a shout out one more time because uh, earlier in the show, I was talking about that awesome poster. And then, and then World of Rusty was like, yo, I should make one from like the show that we were talking about, the, the original one with Sailor. Uh, and so he, he had made the image for back then. Um, but he made it a poster now. So as soon as this show is done, I'm buying it and nice. putting this one on my wall too, because it is, it's, it's obviously epic as well. But yeah, this was the one with like Preston Pish, Jeff Booth, American Hoddle, Michael Saylor, and Jack Mallers. Um, and it was a hell of a show and many others came afterwards, but, uh, world of rusty dude, I will be purchasing that immediately. Um, Opti. Uh, it's, I, I know you just had the mic, but it's your turn, man. Uh, why are you bullish? No worries. Uh, all right. I'm going to take kind of a contrarian take here. Um, well, I, as most of you already know, you know, Elizabeth Warren is out here parading and saying, uh, as well as her friend saying that Bitcoin is a threat to national security. But I want to uh, make the point that we are winning this meme war out here. We are winning the narrative because I remember when Elizabeth Warren was, uh, you know, parading around the idea that Bitcoin is backed by thin air. So we have gone from Bitcoin is literally backed by nothing to Bitcoin is a threat to national security and now i understand that most people might think this is bearish like this is something of concern but this just shows to me that the politicians out there the as we like to call them on simply bitcoin the monetary demons the high level parasites they fully understand the stakes of the game out here and this just means that they understand that they have lost this game and the only game that they have is that narrative control of the truth Remember what Nayib Bukele wrote in uh, Don't Drink the Elite's Kool-Aid? All they can do is monopolize the truth. And so I am now a part of the propaganda wing of Bitcoin. And I say this literally with like as much positivity as possible. We are all propagating the truth. We are all propagating this Bitcoin signal. But the powers out there, they know what's going on. I don't think that they're uneducated anymore. I am fully convinced that they know the existential threat that Bitcoin uh is is uh, instilling in their hearts and so i would like for more politicians to come out like this and you know shouts out to brad sherman because i think he might be the only truthful politician out here because he fully knows exactly what bitcoin will do and he is anywhere anywhere possible he is ringing so hard and at, like literally anytime i hear him speak i'm like this guy gets it like this is exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about like this is what i try to tell people every single day so you know, I did, again, 
uh, you know, as Mateo put it, you know, I did unironically get myself on zero fiat this whole time. And now I'm in the Bitcoin industry. So this is one of those uh, bittersweet moments for me because we are in this position right now where the majority of the world doesn't understand Bitcoin. But I have this suspecting feeling. It's just like this nagging in my ear that the pendulum is swinging back towards freedom of speech and, and freedom of property. And I think people are waking up to the fact that they do not want this woke culture. So like as much as uh, everyone's favorite Karen out there, Elizabeth Warren, is, is telling us that Bitcoin is a national threat, I think people are waking up to the Streisand effect of like, whoa, wait, didn't you just tell us a few months ago that it was nothing and now you're absolutely afraid of it? So mm -hmm. like, which one is it? Because if it was nothing, why are you giving it so much lip service? And again, this is back to the idea since I am part of, you know, the media now, I, I am so close to the, the news cycle that I really do believe that we are at this point, And I've called it in the past, like crossing the Rubicon into mainstream consciousness. And I really do believe that we've gotten to this point where almost everyone has heard about Bitcoin, whether they've heard about it negatively or positively, you know, that's, that's, that's a different matter, but everyone has heard about it. Like, you know, I go around and I, and I think when I'm out in public, all right, how many of these people are actually Bitcoiners? And it's very far and few in between, but I know every single one of them has heard about Bitcoin. So again, we are winning this narrative war so hard. Like it's absolutely insane to me. And of course, the monetary demons are trying to shit on Bitcoin, but I'm reminded of what Christine Lagarde always says, and she has been as honest. Shouts out to my ex, Chrissy Lagarde. Uh, <laughs> but remember when she was quoted as saying, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> remember? Yeah, exactly. Uh, remember when she said if there was an, an exit route, if there was an escape from the monetary fiat system that is designed to steal from you, then people will use it. And so the more they talk about Bitcoin, the more I am just more and more bullish because I understand that what we're doing here, and, and it's kind of a testament to what we've been saying the whole show, is like there's no excuse to keep your head in the sand anymore. Like it's it's become extremely easy. There's all kinds of content out there to become Bitcoin and become a Bitcoin only evangelist. And so people are escaping the, you know, the, the great Leviathan, like people are escaping the Titanic seeking, which is the fiat system. And like I keep saying, I, I don't think it has ever been more important to be a Bitcoiner. So the fact I'm seeing these politicians parade out here and essentially starting uh, crypto wars 2.0, um, I just get more and more bullish because shouts out to the OG cypherpunks of the 90s crypto wars and the fight for encryption. And here we are. We have that mass freedom tool that is Bitcoin. And we have everywhere around the world opting out into Bitcoin. We've seen all kinds of adoption around the world. We've seen all kinds of new products come out. We've seen, you know, uh, Naive Bukele and his country adopted. That was last year, two years ago or whatever. But now we're seeing those ripples actually play out. And it is no longer an excuse for these, these people out here to um, say that Bitcoin uh, you know, isn't relevant anymore because it's in the news cycle every single day. Like it, they have to talk about Bitcoin. We have forced the narrative. And as a Bitcoiner, again, I really like how Mateo was taking all these all these takes and flipping them on their head. I think it's become more obvious to me right now 
that we are winning and we are winning the narrative. And this is what we try to talk about all the time on Simply Bitcoin. Like we are in a war for the hearts and minds of the people out there. And if we can continue to get Bitcoin in front of them, continue to expose the hypocrisy of the powers that be of the central bankers and the central planners, then the house of cards will fall upon itself. And again, though we are in the first innings of the then they fight you stage, I think it is absolutely bullish that we have gotten here because bitcoin has a way of exposing people's incentives and so at least we know like who's who and on what side people are because if you're not pushing bitcoin if you're not trying to push people into self-custody of bitcoin then my first thought is you are just suspect as a person you must just hate humans out there because this is why we do what we do is because we are so bullish on bitcoin but the reason we're bullish on Bitcoin is because it helps humanity and I'm team human. I want all people to succeed because I understand that the game is rigged against us. And these people are continuously showing their cards that they don't want you to prosper. They don't want you to be able to save. I'm reminded of what Eric Kaysan said. He's just like, guys, how are we the criminals? How are we the crazy ones when all we want is to save in a money that doesn't steal from us? And now we have these politicians out here. Uh, you know, parading around like they are the social justice warriors that they believe they are. And we know one thing, either they're like, or actually a few things, either they're paid off, uh, they're completely naive to what is actually happening, or they have an incentive to lie to you because they have their, their lives in the fiat world and they get paid off from it. So again, we are winning this narrative war and we will continue to win this narrative war because of all you guys out there, all the Bitcoiners, Ben, you know, Mateo with his app, us at Simply Bitcoin, all the other Bitcoin only content that continuously ridicules these people and brings the receipts. It's like they can say all they want, but Boomer writing pieces of paper, it's not going to have us change our code. It's not going to stop us from taking Bitcoin into self-custody. I think Mateo said it best, like once you wake up to the fiat scam, to the 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 rig system against you like there's no going back it's like you know again i'm the cliche bitcoiner referencing matrix but it's like once you get unplugged uh you don't go back into the matrix unless you're going back in to pull people out of it and so you know while we get while we do get a lot of heat and of course you know the normie out there is looking at the prices like oh you're an idiot like what are you doing still shilling bitcoin it's like it's never been a better opportunity and it's never been more obvious that we need Bitcoin to escape the madness. Like the fiat system, even though they could probably kick the can down the road for who knows how long, uh, it's becoming very obvious that they are losing control or have already lost control. And the only thing that they can control is the narrative. So mm -hmm. this is why we do what we do. This is why we, you know, shit post on Twitter. This is why us over at Simply Bitcoin, Nico and I are on this mission of trying to uh, not only educate our friends out there and entertain our friends, but break out of our little echo chamber and try to do uh, what the shitcoin shows do on on YouTube. And it's get the masses onto the the Bitcoin standard. And it's something that we, you know, we don't take very lightly. And we're just very humbled that this is our opportunity. It's like, OK, well, maybe we're just, you know, at the right place at the right time and we can get more people on Bitcoin and do it in a way where we have fun and we enjoy it. But we we. Don't negate the fact that, yeah, we are heading into nefarious dark times, potentially. And so, you know, it's just one of these things of balancing. It's like, look, we know we're in the then they fight you stage, but that just means that they're completely petrified of what we're doing. So 
this is why we got to do it harder. We got to continue to iterate on the message and try to spread Bitcoin as far as humanly possible because, you know, Bitcoin is team human. Bitcoin will help society and Bitcoin is, and that's all that matters and they can't stop it. So like winning. <laughs> I love it. It's, I, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right that these politicians coming out of the woodwork. Um, I mean, uh, what, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Sherman, Sherman, Brad Sherman. He is the guy who gets it. He, he'll, he'll come up right out. He's like, this will undermine the U S dollar. You're fucking right. It will. That's what it's designed to do. <laughs> like it's, he's, he speaks. I mean, he says some dumb shit, but like at the same time, he understands the crux of what is trying to be accomplished here. And he, it's just that he doesn't like it. Um, but he, he, I mean, he kind of gets it. Uh, he, he does tend to group all of the other bullshit in with it. Um, he doesn't understand like the difference between Bitcoin and crypto, but he does understand the, the intended goals of Bitcoiners. Um, and, and I mean, I guess kudos for that. Uh, he sees, sees through that pretty well. Uh, but you get, you get somebody like Elizabeth Warren, like she, was out there parading and grilling bankers over the, the financial crisis and all the shit they were able to pull off thanks to the legacy system. And she's out there saying like, you screwed so many people. Like she's trying to clamp down on them and everything. Bitcoin created as, as a solution to that problem, to the legacy system that gave birth to these, these maggot, like just, disgusting like uh, like leeches of humans that are are using the system to just leech away people's purchasing power and and grow to the uh, to sizes that are too big to fail um and then get bailed out by the government again leeching off the 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 fruits of the labor um the fruits of people's labor uh through bailouts and and then she goes and she attacks the very thing that was created to stand up against the very people she was fighting against. So she's eff effectively, if she got her way, she would further empower the same scumbags that she was screaming at in 2009, 2010. Um, and, and, and she's, and she will not budge on it. Like she's, she's so fucking stubborn about it. Um, and there's no changing her mind. She's just going to sit there and scream. And it's kind of like that meme. Okay, grandma, time to go to bed. Like it's, and she will, she will fail because even if, and like there was a stat, I think it was um, uh, the, the, the CEO of Bitcoin magazine uh, tweeted out like how many of the bills that she's backed, the pieces of legislation that she's actually presented have actually made it. In, and into legislation one out of like 200 or something like that like so like it's not it's not gonna pass and it's so it's so far reaching and draconian that like anybody with like a, like a, a semblance of sense would be like maybe we back it off a little bit so it's not gonna pass as she's presented obviously it's doubtful that it will make it very far but let's say a nightmare scenario where it did pass where everything that she wants comes to pass. All of a sudden, you download a wallet, you run a node, you have a miner, you have an exchange, you have really any interaction with Bitcoin whatsoever. You are a money service transmitter. Like you, you, you need to have a money transmitter license. Um, what happens in that instance? Well, we can take some lessons from China. 
China banned fucking everything, everything, including mining. Do you want to know how much of the hash rate is still in China? 20% of the whole fucking network is still in China. And it's banned by one of the largest, most draconian governments on the planet. If that's any indication of how well a ban would go, it'll be about as effective as the war on drugs. <laughs> so, but is that true? Twenty percent is still in China. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's that's I, kind of like the general. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought it yeah. was like almost zero. No, that's insane. Yeah. So it's. I mean, it's obviously like hidden away but like yeah. you know somebody comes to investigate they pay some people off under the table like it would continue to exist as that they could they would probably make examples of a handful of people um i'm not in the states but like let's say this kind of regulation came to canada i'm fucked um but if it did i like at, at that point it becomes a very real like well now it makes sense to not live here anymore because my entire livelihood would cease to exist right like i've i've i'm rooted in this um i believe it's the path forward i believe it's the path forward for a human flourishing and at the point where it would uproot my entire entire life that i've built obviously sell everything i own and move to a place that's friendly and then you get that sovereign individual thesis playing out and then the places where it is friendly to where do you think all of the people that decide to you know, pull up roots and move, go to the friendly jurisdictions. And where do you, th what jurisdictions do you think are going to flourish? The one that are ones that are siphoning off the fruits of people's labor or the ones that are encouraging entrepreneurs to build the best things possible and earn money that will be wealth for generations. I know where I would want to be. So I think this just plays out. It's just how bumpy is the road on the way there? I don't know. Well, you know, this is the story of America when you think about it. Mm -hmm. That's literally why people flee the Europe and came to America because they wanted to, an opportunity to build whatever the hell they wanted to build, right? Without being uh, uh, enslaved or in prison or whatever. So this is literally what she's proposing. It's literally, I'm, I'm sure she is not going to pass, but whatever. It's literally anti America. It's literally yeah. anti America. Like, yeah. It's uh, it's insane. But she, if she was more beautiful, she would be in Hollywood. She's obviously acting. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious to me. One day she say one thing, the next day she say the opposite with the straight face. I mean, she's a pretty good actress. Mm. The problem is that she's not good looking, so she has to be a politician. But otherwise, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but my thesis is that in twenty. Probably not 2024, but by 2028, we should have a serious Bitcoin candidate for politics in the United States. By then, I'm quite confident. Somebody like Michael Saylor, but politician, like Andrew Yang or Ted Cruz, whatever. Um, if, um, yeah, it's just a matter of time that people are going to be, because politicians, they're like soul-serving people, right? Mm -hmm. They look... Okay, which policy, which issue is going to get me votes? Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. 99.9% of politicians. So the moment that Bitcoiners, what, like single voting, single voting Bitcoiner, pass 20%, 15%, I don't know. I mean, you lose and win election by 5%, right? Yeah. So if you can get this hardcore 
Bitcoin uh, voting block. I mean, I don't know if you're going to become president, but maybe you at least you should be on the national stage talking about, I mean, you guys have one in Canada, right? Uh, what is his name? Pierre? Yeah, Pierre Polyev. He, I would say, if there was an election right now, it might be a coin toss. Um, wow. I think. Yes. I mean, Trudeau, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I mean, in, like, it, it would be tough. Like it, it's, I, I'm not confident that he would win, but there's a definite possibility. And I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's 50, 50 or if it's more like 40, 60, but it's not, it's not as far off as people think. Um, it's, it's a very real possibility and people are getting sick of Trudeau. There's never been a prime minister that has won as many like that historically, if he held another election, there's never been another prime minister in history. If I'm recollecting right, that has would have won as many as him if he were to want, win the next election. Um, Interesting. There's, you there's don't no, have limits. You don't have limits. No, there's no term limits. It's fucking it's, insane. It's like my country, and these are the same. Yeah, yeah. So it's so, but. Um, he has a minority government and the only reason that he's really like kind of keeping power right now is one of the other political parties is basically paired with him to vote alongside whatever he does. And if they were to break ranks, then um, it could trigger an election. And this it looks like they're kind of leaning that way now. So there might be an election in 2023. And if nice. there is, there's a possibility there's a possibility that there could be a Bitcoiner as the prime minister of Canada. Wow. Um, imagine that. Imagine I, to be honest, I hope there's not an election next year. I hope the election comes maybe in, in one more year, even better would be 2025. Cause that's when they have to have one. There's like a limit to mm, how yeah. long before you have to yeah. have an election. And the latest could be is 2025. Yeah. 2025 would be a spectacular year. To yeah, hold markets, you know, yeah. if, if, it, if it's four year cycle. Yeah. But man, even if he doesn't win, it's, you still have put Bitcoin on the map in the mind of the people. Yeah. Which is, think about UBI. Yeah. If Andrew Young didn't run in 20. 16 when did he run i can't even 2020 2016 yeah i think did, no 2020 my bad yeah. 2020 he ran he lost badly but now his idea ubi is pretty much accepted on on one spectrum side of the spectrum so you don't even need to win the election to make bitcoin mainstream yeah. you just bitcoin. need to be on the stage and say yeah, yeah. hey we we need to do we we Bitcoin is the solution to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's, you're, that's you're, all you need. You're 100% right. You plant a seed. And the, now the difference with him planting the seed of UBI is you need a top-down you know, government approval to make that happen. With Bitcoin, you plant the seed. Exactly. And it's, it's ground up. Every yeah. individual can say, oh, shit, that does work. So in an instance where let's say he's running and like, hopefully in a, a, maybe a couple of years and every, every person that was like, see if you had invested in Bitcoin at exactly this point, you would be down this much. That argument will be fucking gone. Yeah. And then he'll get to parade around and be like, 
I was right. You guys just have shit timing. Um, right now, I think he's smartly not saying anything yeah. because every normie can't compute anything longer than two and a half weeks, right? Like nobody, nobody has the low time preference to understand anything beyond like what is on my monthly schedule. Uh, especially when it comes to economics and when it comes to budgeting or anything like that. Um, but give him a couple years and he's going to get to strut up and down and all across Canada and say, that'd be great, man. There you go. I called it. Um, yeah. So Low time preference, baby. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, gentlemen, I'm going to start wrapping up. Um, but what I'm going to do before we wrap up is uh, I'm just going to get, any, any quick final thoughts that you have? And more importantly, I'd love you guys to have um, a, a recommendation of anything you might like people to check out. It could be anything. It could be a, a website, a book, an app, a, a, uh, like a, a podcast you've heard, a video you've watched, literally just any, anything that you, know, you find interesting that you think is cool to check out or that has maybe helped you in your Bitcoin journey. Could be whatever you like. Um, so what I'm going to, uh, wrap up with saying is I, I think that we're going through a period of, of education for society as a whole. And like, there's, you, you know, you, you think of the average intellect of a person, and then you realize that 50% of the population is dumber than that person. Okay. So we, we're fighting an uphill battle, um, but <laughs> nonetheless, there, there's a general education happening. And the reason being is, is that um, up until now, our, our monetary system has been one that is fabricated, at least for most people, mo like all of their lives, it has been fabricated. It's not based on anything real. It's, it's as, again, as Vitalik would say, it's, it's our own invented universe with our own laws of physics. Um, that's what fiat is. And that's what crypto is. And I think education is coming to the masses through just tough lessons and economic reality um, because Bitcoin is here. And, and now we're seeing the realities of energy coming to pass with, you know, energy policy on top of monetary policy. And people are gonna learn a lot of lessons about how these two things actually function in the coming years. It's gonna be a little rough for some people that may not fully understand. In fact, even people that do understand, it's gonna be a bumpy ride, but we will get there. And as we get there, people will become better informed about how these things work, or at least will intuit the 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 way to best preserve the fruits of their labor and um the bait the way to best extract energy to improve their lives so i'm looking forward to that in the coming years and i think uh yeah it'll be a, a, a great thing to witness over time um as far as recommendations because he's in the chat i've got to say uh brian dement wrote a book um it is i see it on my shelf right here i'm not going to get up to grab it but uh, I will say it's awesome. It is called Bitcoin Evangelism. Uh, and yeah, if, if you're looking for a good Bitcoin read, pick it up. 
and and uh, check him out. But he's in the chat, Brian Dement, D-E-M-I-N-T. And the book is Bitcoin Evangelism. So uh, yeah, check it out. And he's been dropping the words in the chat here. Uh, I think... I think he dropped all 12 words. Brian, if you haven't, drop them quick. Uh, but we'll see if somebody uh, we'll see if somebody claims it in the chat and my camera's out, but it will be back in a second. Uh, nonetheless, uh, yeah, check out check out the book. Um, check out Brian. You should be able to find him on Twitter relatively easy. And uh, and with that, I'll I'll toss it to um, I'll toss it to Opti here for any quick final thought and uh, and if you got a recommendation for us, man. Yeah, man, definitely. Well, uh, my my parting thought is just kind of uh, putting a bow tie on what we talked about in my Why Are We Bullish segment. You can't ban yourself from Bitcoin, or you can't ban Bitcoin. You can only ban yourself from Bitcoin. So shouts out to everyone trying to ban Bitcoin. To me, this just proves why you need Bitcoin. If a government tells you that you shouldn't own Bitcoin, it's probably a signal for you to own that Bitcoin and again, I say it every single day, you know, provide the value, stay humble, stack sats, because reality is a harsh teacher and you're better off aligning yourself with the universe and getting on the Bitcoin standard. This is the way to prosperity, guys. It's a very simple process. I know, I know you like to overcomplicate things, but all you need to do, oh, there goes, there goes my recommendation. All you need to do is get on the Bitcoin standard. All right, hold on, hold on. All right, my recommendation, uh, I've had this for a few few weeks it's been chilling and i literally just started reading it last night and it's the bitcoin mining handbook by brains i absolutely love it the 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 simplified uh explanation to explain bitcoin mining to people i am going to steal that because it, it's it's a way better way than i've been explaining to people so definitely get that book and read the first three pages so you can explain bitcoin better to your friends when they ask you what is bitcoin mining and why does it waste so much energy <laughs> i love it i mean i need that's one book that i really do need um awesome well optia i appreciate being on here uh we'll uh give one last word to mateo uh any final thoughts and a recommendation go ahead man yeah so Final thoughts, man. We are, yeah, we're about to win. Uh, it's uh, every day, the way I see it, is that every day that goes by, it's one day closer to the Bitcoin standard. So if you have a project, if you are an artist, if you have anything to contribute to the Bitcoin world, just go ahead and do it. This is the best time to do it. The bear markets, you know, you don't get distracted by the price. You can build and then when the bull market comes back, you know, people are going to appreciate your work even more. So definitely build because we need as many developers, as many educators, as many builders, as many artists. We need as many people as possible um, on this boat. And uh, recommendation, maybe I'm biased, <laughs> but uh, if you, if you, whether you use the app or not, whatever, like go and meet more Bitcoiners in real life because nothing gives conviction than spending time with another Bitcoiner. And, uh, you know, we, we were at the Bitcoin Pacific and I remember like, and I was like, like this is like a, an alternate universe. Like, big, like this is the Bitcoin Pacific was literally the day after um, our friend Sam from the Bahamas mm -hmm. got killed and everybody was happy. And I'm like, this is like, and I look at these people, it's like, 
this is this is amazing like this is this is what it's all about like you know once you unplug yourself from the matrix it's a better it's a much better life it's a much better world and we can all build together this is just you know we're we're super early and there's a lot to build so definitely go and meet big corners you know download the app if you if you have an ios and uh yeah awesome we're about to win I love it. Can, I love can it. I add to what Matteo just said? Yeah. Uh, Hyper-Bitcoinization can happen today, guys. If you hang out with only Bitcoiners and you spend your Bitcoin on the products that you want, why are you waiting for the there future? It can happen right now. Exactly. Yeah. We have everything that we need to do our, our, today. Absolutely. Uh, I'll give you a shout out again. Uh, there's my, there's my, on my desktop oh, orange pill app go. <laughs> going. So, uh, eventually when it's on, uh, when it's on Android, I'll have it on my phone, but is I that the Tinder it. for Bitcoiners? Yeah. It's, it's, exactly. it's it, quote, it's not a dating app. Um, oh, but there's, it's, it's grinder for Bitcoin. A lot, a lot of dudes hitting <laughs> up my DMs. <laughs> uh, but it is kind of cool when you see like, you know, oh, there's actually some Bitcoiners in my area. You know, you can chat and be like, oh, let's set up a meetup, stuff like that. If you don't have a meetup in your area, this is a kind of maybe a good way to, to get one going. So anyways, um, nonetheless, gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for both being here. And also shout out to Ian, uh, who was here earlier and, uh, and, and had some great things to chime in as well. Uh, you're both obviously welcome back anytime. So we'll see you soon. Have a good night, gentlemen. Thank, thank you, guys. You. Thank you, Ben. Thanks a Ciao. lot. Peace out, Ben. Ciao. All right. And everybody watching, thank you so much. I have something important that I need to drop on you right now. And that is the 12th word. Brian DeMint has been in the chat. He's been dropping words 1 through 11 in a seed phrase. Uh, that means 100,000 sats. And I have the 12th word right here. And I'm going to say it live. On the show. So if you've been jotting down those 11 words, you might be sitting there with the 12th and you might be ready to sweep that wallet the second I utter the word away. The last word is away. If you get this and you sweep it, feel free to drop in the chat. Let me know that you got it. But the 12th word is once again away. And uh, yeah, you'll be sweeping away those sats out of that wallet into your own custody uh, if you've got the other 11 that we're all in the live chat there. So, Brian. That was awesome. Um, I'm going to wrap up with a couple things before we get out of here. Of course, guys, it's coming next week. A week from today, the Christmas show. Is oh, I'm so excited for it. It's going to be so fun. There is like 30 guests, um, all of which I'm astounded are even giving me the time of day. <laughs> but they will be there. Um, there's so many fun people coming for this. It's going to be an hour earlier then uh, an hour earlier than our, our normal show time. So it's going to be 5 p.m. Eastern time. And it's going to be, it's going to run probably till 10, probably five hours or something like that. Uh, here's a quick rundown of the guest list. Rodolfo Novak, Stefan Levera, Max Kaiden from uh, Huddle Huddle, Matt Hill from Start9, John Stephanopoulos from FutureBit, Seed Signer, Adam O, Nico from Simply Bitcoin, Steve Barber from Upstream Data, Alex Glassine, Robert Breedlove, Lynn Alden, Tip, John Vallis, Michael Saylor, Samson Mal, Bernard Para from Bitnob, Jack Mallers, Joe Hall from Cointelegraph, uh, Jeff Booth, Obi from Fetty, Adam Back, Elise Colleen, Mark Moss, Safedine, Greg Zaj, Yellow, Sean Harris, Bitcoin Becca, American Hoddle, 
and more. Uh, and obviously, uh, we'll, we'll maybe have some surprises in there as well. There's also going to be some hella giveaways, which I'll be announcing through the week in some tweets leading up to this. But there's some going to be some good shit. There's going to be some merch. There's going to be some hardware going out. There may be a block clock micro in it for some lucky person. There may be some $200 bit refill gift vouchers multiples of those there's going to be some good shit so make sure that you show up it's going to be wild um it's going to be a lot of fun i'm very very excited for it it's going to be awesome so guys thank you so much uh of course like subscribe share all those things super important uh they'll help get this content in front of more eyeballs if you want to help out the show in another way you can hit up the sponsors down below coin kate oh, coin kite start nine hodl hodl bill foddle shake pay uh, you can also, if the uh, free, the plethora of free tutorials that I have on my YouTube channel are not quite enough and maybe you need some hand-holding, some one-on-one, -on -one, you can book those through my website, btcsessions.ca. And if you really liked what you saw, you can always drop me a Bitcoin tip and my strike page. That is strike.me slash btcsessions. Get there, type in any amount you want. You don't need to be a strike user. Hit the tip button. You'll see a lightning invoice, or if you tap to the right, a regular Bitcoin QR code. With that, I am out. Have yourselves a wonderful day or evening. I'll see you guys next time for your daily session. Huddle the Bitcoin.